Hey, Junior. Parshas Vayechi. You're being watched. Rav Volander. The Rav of the Jerusalem prison had just finished davening Mincha when a colorful booklet on a nearby table caught his eye. The title read, Torah Savigda Junior. What was this? Rav Volander was familiar with the wonderful Torah Savigda booklets that were published every week, but he didn't know that there was a version for children too. As Rav Volander read the story, his eyes narrowed. This story was about himself and Sadok HaTzadik, who had several times been an inmate in that prison. What was going on? How could anyone know the exact details of his conversations and interactions with Sadok? Determined to get to the bottom of this, Rav Volander headed straight to the regional Taurus of Igdor headquarters. As he approached the building, he saw that there was a man inside, sitting by a window, busy writing a story. Rav Volander approached the window and watched the man. He appeared nervous and kept glancing nervously over his shoulder at Rav Volander as he continued to write. Just as the man finished writing, he looked up in shock as the door to the office opened and in walked none other than... Sadok HaTzadik, once again missing half of his beard and holding what looked like a black bottle. Rav Volander was just as surprised. What was going on here? He hurried inside to investigate. Rav Volander walked into the room just as Sadok HaTzadik started his sales pitch. Would you like to buy a bottle of my new beard tonic? Sadok asked. It will make your beard thicker and fully instantly. Sadok said Rav Volander, what are you doing here? Ah, Ravolander, what a beautiful surprise. Are you here to buy my bearded tonic? What, asked Ravolander? The only one here who looks like they need a beard tonic is you. Why is half of your beard missing again? And why does your tonic smell like chocolate syrup? As he spoke, Ravolander noticed an open Taurus of Igdor Jr. booklet from Parshas Vayigash, which had a picture of Sadduk accidentally cutting off his beard. Well, I guess that explains it, he said to himself. Turning to the writer, he asked, So, you must be a Ben-Ami. I came here to ask you how you have managed to get information about conversations between Sadok and myself. Also, what gives you the right to publish stories about us without our permission? Well, my real name is Aaron Spetner, the man replied. A Ben-Ami is just a pen name. And honestly, I must say I'm quite confused. I thought you and Sadok were fictional characters that I invented for Taurus of Igdor Jr. stories. I didn't know that you were real people. Well, maybe you are also fictional, suggested Sadok. How would you know? And maybe that's why your name doesn't appear on the cover, since you aren't real. As Aaron thought this over, Ravolander looked at the story that he had just written. If you don't mind some constructive criticism, Ravolander said gently, this story... Can use some work. It really doesn't read so well, and there's no takeaway at the end. What's the lesson? Well, it's hard to concentrate when someone is watching your work, Aaron replied defensively. But someone is always watching you, Rav Volander said. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't stop watching you for one second. You know, Rav Miller used to say that you must live your life with the constant awareness of being watched. If someone watching you disturbs you to the point where your writing suffers, then perhaps you are not used to the idea that Hashem is watching you all the time. Aaron thought this over. Rav Volander was right. He really needed to think about Hashem's constant presence and how he was always being observed. Thank you, Rav Volander, he said. 
You've reminded me about a valuable lesson. He frowned as he looked back at his story. And you're right about this story. It's terrible. Who would believe that Mayor McGillicuddy was McGuire when he went to learn in Brisk? He crumpled the paper and threw it out. But what will I do now? I don't have time to come up with another story. Ravalander, can you help me think of something? Ravalander smiled. Rav Aaron, I'm sure you'll think up something. Turning to Tzadok, he said, Come, Tzadok, I have a Mesilusi Shorim Shior to give. You should come along. It will be good for you. And with that, Tzadok took a big swig from his bottle of tonic, and he and Rav Volander walked out of the office together. Have a wonderful Shabbos! Takeaway! In this week's Parsha, Yaakov tells his children that the Avos walked before Hashem. It means that they always felt Hashem's eyes on them, and that's why they were such Sadiqim.